Hey there, this is Jessica Stewart, and you are listening to Finding Your Calm with Your Teenager, episode number 31. Anyone out there struggle to remain calm when dealing with your teenager? It's certainly been something that I have struggled with in my parenting journey, so that's what I'm here to help you with. This podcast will give you really practical advice and tips to remain calm when dealing with your teenager, because I truly believe if you can remain calm when doing this, you can remain calm in pretty much any situation. So listen in and enjoy. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're joining me today. I should just say welcome. Could be the first episode you're listening to. If so, welcome. Appreciate you taking the time. And I want to talk today about how we see our parenting relationship. So our relationship with our children can be seen from many different angles. And that's one of my goals for the podcast is, and my work is just to help alleviate the struggle associated with parenting and what we've been handed as the parenting job description. And I, I feel that the parent, parental job description that's kind of been handed to us by society or parents before us doesn't really serve us well. It's not really a good measure. Mostly the parenting job description is, here's your child, um, make sure that they are happy and they're healthy all the time and they don't have to suffer, you know, if they have big emotions, we try to make sure that they're, you know, not too big. We try to, you know, get them out of those emotions and get them to the happy emotions as quickly as possible. And I think this is a well-meaning job description, but also it's impossible. So I've talked about that in other episodes, how I believe the parenting job description should be to connect with our children and connect with ourselves. It also should be to accept our children and what their, their journey is, as well as accept ourselves as parents, love our children and love ourselves. So remember that loving them is the underlying energy that should be going into all of our decisions as parents and also managing our emotions as well as allowing our children to and teenagers to manage their own emotions and feel their own emotions. If they can see us managing our emotions, naming our emotions, and that all of the emotions are okay, then that will allow them to understand their own emotional life as well. So that's that's the goal. That's the basic framework, just as a reminder. So, but what I want to focus on today is a way that I was seeing myself as a parent and the way I was seeing my children actually for a long time until it kind of dawned on me that it wasn't serving me very well. And what I'm talking about is I would see my, um, children and teenage or my teenagers as like a project to be completed. So before I get into explaining about what I mean about thinking about our kids as a project, I just want to make mention of the unique relationships with our kids. So I don't know about you, but the parent-child relationship is so interconnected and personal. So what that means is in that anything I think 
is my child is feeling or doing, I feel and take so personally. So it's almost like I feel like my children are an extension of me. So anything that happens to them, I think it's happening to me. But the reality is, is that it's not true. So, so many of us behave as if um, we we just personalize everything that happens to our children. So if you don't believe me, you can just go to a kid's sports game. And so many of the parents, as we're sitting on the sidelines, are personalizing everything about the game. So if they're, if our children get shoved in a game or somebody, you know, does something unfair to them, then they may as well have done it to us with the way that we react and respond. So it's like the a parent did or had something to do with with it. So I'm not, I'm certainly um, not saying like, don't go to games and cheer on your kids and be proud of them. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that when you watch this kind of perspective, we are so into personalizing our child's experience as almost like it's happening to us. And it does, it does make sense. Like our relationship is such a personal thing. So when we first become parents, there is so much that's um, so much doing associated with caring for them. And if we care about our job as parents, then we want to do the best job. And we also want to wait, want a way to know that we are doing a good job. And so if you think about life in general, if you if you think about either like your school life or your work life where you have projects that need to be completed and you have a series of checklists and then you complete it and then you get a grade on it or you get your boss saying that you did a great job. But we kind of see ourselves our children or teenagers as a project because we want to really do a good job on it. So I know that I was doing this. I was seeing my children as like a project to be completed. And so our brains kind of go through the day analyzing the job that we're doing. So they're going through the day and they're saying like, okay, this is good. This is bad. Look at this child. I'm a good parent. I did a good job. I'm a bad parent. I'm failing at this or I'm winning at this. So it's such such an all or nothing thinking that we have. And our brains are like meaning making machines. So everything we see happening with our children and we judge it as you know, this is good, this is bad. We Then we say, okay, this is this means I'm a good parent. They're doing good. This means I'm a bad parent because they're doing bad. Oh, they're sad about something. That must mean I'm somehow failing as a parent. So we're doing this whole thing. It's like this, this constant grading, this constant like checklist of things that we're doing that we're stacking up and collecting evidence for that, you know, this means I'm a good parent and this means I'm somehow failing. So like I said, at some point in my parenting journey, it came to me that I have been treating my kids as a project or projects to get an A on. I so want to do well in life, as most of us do, like we want to do a good job. And parenting is just one more thing on the to-do list of life to be good or bad at. And if I feel I'm doing bad at this, I'm failing. So And what I forgot here, which is kind of super obvious 
to say, even as I say it out loud, but I had to remind myself is that like our children are human beings. And you might be saying, of course, Jessica, like how could you forget this? So we understand intellectually that they are human beings. Like, duh, of course my child is a human being. But I don't believe we treat them as such sometimes when we are parenting them. So we see them sometimes as another way by which we judge ourselves as succeeding or failing in life. We forget that that human beings are not a project to complete. And we inadvertently believe that if we get them to good grades, good career, polite, healthy all the time, eating right, somehow we will come to the place where we say, yes, they are complete and we did this great job. So check, 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 and check. And if any of these things are not happening with the younger humans that are placed in our care, We are failing, of course, because by extension, this is the project we were given and we are not getting it right. So like, if you think about this, there's so many parts of life and the parenting journey where we have our children and teenagers experiencing difficult emotions. And if we're seeing our parenting journey or if we're seeing our children as a project to complete... We're going to be like giving a grade, failing or bad parent. Oh, they're sad, bad parent. Oh, they're happy, good parent. So we're always doing this good, bad, good parent, bad parent thing. So what's the solution? And what I would say, it's pretty simple solution. And I also want to invite you to think about yourselves too. When we think about our children being like a project to complete the end of our lives, good job, you are a great parent. Think about ourselves, our own selves. Like are we, ask yourself this question, am I a complete human being right now? Like I'm just, I'm complete. (laughs) And kind of a weird question, but I know if I think about myself, I'm like, well, I'm never complete. Like I'm just always a, a work in progress. You know, each day I have a varying amount of emotions, a varying amount of feelings about how I'm feeling. And if I think about my parents, I think, okay, if I'm right now, I don't, I don't live with my parents anymore. They, they parented me up until a certain point. And so if I'm having a, a bad day or if I'm experiencing a, a job loss or if my career isn't what they thought. So am I just going to say, oh, yes, my my parents failed at completing me as a human being. So what we want to do is just start viewing our teenagers, our children as human beings first and foremost, who are completely separate from us. And remember that they are not a project. They are an ever-changing person who is up and down in emotions and different parts of their life. And they're all wrapped up in challenges and joy in all of the various seasons of life. So some days are happy, some days aren't. You know, some parts of days are happy, some parts of days aren't. And our job is not to complete them as they are just never complete. And there's, there's no there so there's no there moment where you 
really get a grade on your parenting based on some impossible standards set out by the current cultural norms, which are just always made up anyways. And we have these ideas of what it means to be uh, successful as a parent or our children are a success if they have these specific societal and cultural norms, you know, checked off the box. So I hope that perspective just helps a little bit to alleviate and to view your parenting journey a little bit differently. There's no checklist to be complete. A reminder of the focus of what your job actually is, is to connect, accept, love, and manage. And this is the acronym COM, And also help you to kind of return to a state of calm in your parenting on a day-to-day basis. Now, when I say that, remember that you can't be calm all the time, but trying to return to this as much as possible and understanding that in a state of calm, you have more control over your prefrontal cortex. So making good decisions, your brain isn't offline when you're in more of a calm state. Okay, so that's why I keep talking about that returning to calm or finding your calm or understanding when you're not calm and trying to find your way back to it as well. So I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I have something to offer you and that is a video that I have made to help if you've ever lost it on your teenager. And I made this video because I think this is something that we all struggle with as parents or caregivers of teenagers. We all struggle with it as parents or caregivers of children of any age, really. And I made the video to explain why we do this, what to do if it's happened to you, and just to give you some support with this situation and release the shame and blame of it all. And I hope that you find it so helpful. So how do you get it? If you go to the show notes of the podcast and click the link that says grab your free video here, it will take you to a page to sign up and the the video will be delivered straight to your inbox. So I hope you enjoy it and have a great day.